Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. Today, you guys, I have an amazing special guest today. She has been a salon owner for over 14 years of full strands and a color specialist, a Redken educator for six years, and a hair loss specialist. Welcome to the podcast, Deborah Rowdy. Thank you, Jen. It's so great to be here. Thank you so much for being here. It's it's so great that, um, you know, we were introduced by um, some good friends of mine who also have a podcast um, as well. And and what is their names? And and that was the first podcast that you were on. Right. Uh, it was Chris Sulame and John Palmieri. And their podcast is uh, Shop Talk. Shop Talk. I love them. They are amazing people. And definitely, if you guys have not checked out that podcast, make sure that you do so. Um, I was fortunate to be a guest on their show and they came on my show too. So um, they're definitely good friends of mine and that's really exciting. And it's so great that we are able to, you know, connect on this new level virtually um, together on these podcasts. But um, I would love to know more, Deborah, about how you got into this industry and um, you became, became a salon owner. Great. Thanks. I, um, I had always had a passion for doing hair. Even as a young girl, I was always cutting the Barbie's hair and my sister's hair, much to my mother's dismay <laughs> before I knew what I was doing. And it was just a natural path for me to go into hairdressing. And uh, I was lucky to be mentored by an Intercoffier member. And uh, when I was a young hairdresser, and it really ignited my passion for the industry. And over the years, it just grew and grew. I was always really passionate about about hair color. So I became a board certified colorist. And then with Redken, I did education for them. Uh, Once my daughter went off to college, I needed a new challenge. So I became an educator for Redken. And I learned so much about um, how to help other hairdressers. And that's really where my passion is. And then uh, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and I have Hashimoto's and I lost about half of my hair. And as a hairdresser, that was really, you know, like a devastating thing for me because, you know, you felt like here, I'm supposed to be helping other people with their hair while mine looks terrible. And um, I resorted to wearing some wigs and uh, some, the toppers weren't very good back then. And, um, it just ignited this passion for me to help the women with fine and thinning hair, because I know what it feels like when 
you feel like everyone's staring at you because your hair is so thin or, or even people pitying you thinking that there's something terribly wrong with you. Luckily, uh, my medication is good and uh, I've only lost my hair two more times in my adult life, but it gave me a, a real heart for women who would, would come to me with fine and thinning hair concerns. Um, I was in a really big salon and I was co-owner of it and I had a private room, but I found that my guests were still uh, they were still nervous about coming in because they're coming into a big salon with a lot of women who have, you know, long, gorgeous, beautiful hair, and they just didn't feel very comfortable. So that's when I opened my small private studio and my business. Now I have three private rooms to treat and, or to help my guests. And really I address their concern for privacy and, I help them with their fine and thinning hair challenges. That's incredible. And I think that a lot of people can relate because we have gotten into this industry because maybe we have dealt with something in our past that we were able to overcome and we can relate and we can be sympathetic to those who are going through the same thing. And, and we're at a deeper understanding level with them of that. And I think that's, that's so amazing that you were able to take maybe a very difficult time in your life and to shine some light on it, shine some education on how you can help people. Right. Right. So this happened three times to you. Yes. You dealt with hair loss for yourself. And it was as my, you know, as we age, our bodies change and hormonal changes and now my things are very stable and my hair has been really good for about two years, but I could wake up tomorrow and my hair could be coming out again. And so I really understand what the people, what they're feeling. And so many of my clients just don't even know where to turn, you know, they'll talk to their hairdresser and sometimes the hairdresser doesn't have any idea of how to help them either. So that's really been my mission. And the way that I feel I can help the most people is by, you know, sharing what I've learned to help other stylists help their clients. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, it's, it's not a a very common conversation, I think in beauty school and transitioning out when it comes to, um, you know, people who are dealing with hair loss, you know, Yes, we have extensions, but it doesn't help everybody, you know, and especially if somebody is experiencing hair loss, it can be, um, it, it could be more destructive doing extensions on somebody um, that their hair just isn't strong enough or they're going through something internally, right? And products can only do so much topically exactly. for us. And I think that a lot of um, hair hairstylists kind of, you know, they, they kind of put their hands up like, how am I going to help you? You know, exactly. what, what advice would you give somebody who, who is at that crossroads where, you know, they want to help their clients, but yet what, what do we do? What do we do? Exactly. You know, and that's what I find too. By the time the clients get to me, a lot of times they have tried all those topical things. They've had extensions, but if their hair loss is on the top of their head, that doesn't work for them at all. So uh, luckily that industry has advanced tremendously. And when I first got into uh, learning how to help these women with the fine and thinning hair, uh, there wasn't a lot of information that was available and it was hard to 
even get it. And, you know, what I found is the hair replacement people don't really talk to the hairdressers. It's not that there's any problem there. It's just a different business model. So for a hairdresser to try to find this information, it's sort of like pulling teeth. It really takes a long time and it, it, you really have to search it out. And um, so by the time the clients get to me, a lot of times they've tried topicals, although I will say I have some clients that are using topicals in addition to perhaps like a small topper or something that they can wear, like even just a bang piece in many instances and give them that fullness. Um, what I would say is uh, if they can find some great places to look for toppers, and I have you know, a list and I'm happy to share that with, um, that they can really help their clients find like maybe just a small, super lightweight hair piece. I actually brought one of my top ones out here to show you. It's just a small little, this is a five by six piece, or I'm sorry, a three by six piece, but they have ones that are even smaller that can address just spot areas. And most of my clients start with a topper like this and it'll give them that fullness. And I call it an instant good hair day every day. You know, so they get up, they can clip their topper on and they just go and they feel great. And um, that would be a great place for most hairdressers to start would be to offer their clients something very lightweight that is just feels like air and would be non-damaging to the hair. Yeah. If, if you guys are listening to, into the podcast right now, Deborah is showing a a basically a, a clip-in piece that you would put on top of your head to create coverage. Um, and I think that, you know, as hairstylists, we are solution seekers, right? We're always trying to find a solution to somebody's issue. And I think that it's a great alternative of like an instant gratification of, you know, we can create that coverage. We can create that fullness on, on top. Um, tell, tell us a little bit more about like your journey of learning more about the specialty that you're in and, and really discovering answers for your clients that have these questions and even for yourself as well. Right. Uh, when I first was diagnosed, my go-to was a wig and, uh, I found some that I liked and, you know, wigs have a lot of pitfalls as well, the different cap designs and they're hot and they can be itchy and they just don't look particularly natural. So as a hairdresser, I always felt like wigs had way too much hair on them. So I was constantly thinning them out and making them look and lay more like natural biological hair. And um, then I started finding some other options. And still most, most things in my opinion, have a lot of hair in them, but I found some great companies that have done some amazing work in trying to make them look like natural biological hair and little things like they put underventing around the edges where they sew hair into the edge of the hairpiece, And that way makes it blend in with your own biological hair naturally. Um, I, had found a company that was marketing their hair loss products to hairdressers. And I took their training and it was a really good training. They did like a beaded system, which uses little tiny micro beads and attaches a very small hair piece to the top of the hair using the biological hair. And I was 
really attracted to it because they don't have to shave the biological hair, which is tremendous. And uh, so I learned that I got those techniques and started using them on clients. And I was pretty satisfied with that for the most part. But then, you know, my clients were wanting longer hair or they were wanting some different shades. And I found that a lot of the, what they offered just didn't meet the needs of what my clients were looking for. I also have a lot of clients with medical hair loss. They have um, like fibrosing alopecia or alopecia in general. And they were wanting something like they don't have something that you could attach to their biological hair because they don't have enough of it. So I found um, a lady down in San Diego, actually, her name is Dawn, Dawn Harrison, and she taught me how to do medical bonding. So we use medical grade adhesives to attach a hairpiece to the skin of the scalp through the biological hair, whatever's left with ever, without ever shaving the hair or taking their hair off. Most of my clients, like they want to hold on to every precious strand of their biological hair. They don't want it to come off. And that makes us different than um, a lot of hair loss centers will shave the biological hair. That's a very common thing. And, you know, my clients are just aghast at that. They don't want their bio hair shaved at all. So we use um, a little bit bigger hair pieces in many cases that have a thicker polyurethane edge. And then we bond that onto the skin of their scalp using medical grade adhesives. And there's about 15 or 16 different kinds of adhesives that I keep in stock, depending on a person's body chemistry and how oily they are, how much maybe they work out, you know, they may need a different type of hold. And for those bonded clients, um, I'll let them, they'll usually wear it for up to eight to 12 weeks. And then they have wow. to come in and we take that off. And that attachment is so flat and natural. People can touch their heads and they would never know that they were wearing a hairpiece at all. So I found that method. I perfected it. And I do quite a bit of the bonding technique. And I also do a hybrid technique where I bond the front of the hairpiece down. So it's perfectly flat. And then we bead the rest for clients that don't want, um, you know, the bonding all over. So, and then we do a lot of beading techniques as well. I definitely think, you know, there's something to be said, I imagine, um, where a client can just wake up and they have their, a full head of hair still, as opposed to the clip-in method or something that you take off and put on a stand at night. You know, I think that there's, you know, that, you're confident, you know, you, you feel good about yourself, but, you know, especially if you, you know, have a spouse and you just don't want them to see you in that, that way. I think that to have a method for eight to 12 weeks. Yes. Can, what, is there any limitations? Like, can they not go swimming? Can, well, can I they prefer them to not, you know, I prefer them to not spend a lot of time in a chlorine pool because the hairpiece hair is, you know, it is bond or it is treated to get the colors and things. And it chlorine's really hard on it. But if they're swimmers, I just have them buy a big swim cap and put it on, you know, like some people swim for exercise. Most women, I find like when we get in the pool, we don't really dive in so much anymore. We kind of get in the pool, you know, <laughs> <We might> <laughs> float <laughs> around a little bit, you know. I don't think don't. any hairdresser wants their clients to be hanging out in chlorine <laughs> pools. <laughs> to dive in, exactly. But no, they uh, they wear it. So um, they 
like you say, they go to bed with their hair on and they wake up and their hair is on. And it's an absolutely seamless application and no one knows that they're wearing hair. It really helps their confidence and they shower with it on. I teach them how to shampoo it. It's just slightly different than um, doing shampooing your normal hair, but no big deal. And most of my clients say that they completely forget they're even wearing it. It just becomes part of them. And th that gains so much confidence. It really gives people back their dignity and their self-esteem, which is super important, mm. you know, for, for clients. Like, they don't want to have to worry about putting their hair on to answer the door or, or be on a Zoom call, you know. Wow. So it's a, but the limitations, you know, they just have to treat it more gently. And if you're wearing a bonded hairpiece, most people get like two a year, you know, because it is treated hair. And um, it will, you know, it's prone to getting damaged, maybe a little easier. But if you treat it gently, I have many clients that wear one hairpiece for an entire year. You know, with routine maintenance, we have to take it off because the adhesives will break down uh, because of their body oils and acids. We have to take it off. And, and then if, they, if they're still having their biological hair underneath, which many of my clients do, you know, that hair grows. So it can get a little, I don't want to say poofy on the top, but that's really the, the case. You know, it could be a little bit poofy. So we have to take that off and make it nice and flat again. Wow. That is just incredible. I think this could be such a great in addition to somebody who is like an extension specialist, I mean, can you Absolutely. imagine being an extension specialist that also serves people who may not have enough hair to do, you know, the beaded row method, the hand tied method that everything that is just so popular right now, Absolutely. you know, how, how do you think somebody could segue in, into that realm, that specialty like you have? Right. I, you know, it, it's a lot about your client and what their needs are, but just having some of the knowledge and learning about the different options, you can offer that as an alternative, because I'm sure a lot of the beaded row specialists and uh, hair extension specialists get people in looking for that solution for the top of their hair. So to have some knowledge about what things are out there would be a huge boon for their business. It could really help them. And when you have clients that wear hair, especially hair for the tops of their heads, they are incredibly loyal to you because they really want you to, you know, they need you to help them. Like in my business, I have two associates and we're all trained in the same method. I trained them in my methods. So my clients say, if I go on vacation or something, they still have someone to go to. And it is wonderful. Plus, you know, the anybody who does beaded rows and that they know the markup on hair is, uh, you know, it's a nice profit for a hair salon and toppers are no exception to that. And they're typically two to three times our cost. So uh, that's the retail value. Plus then there's the service charge. And, you know, my bonding service is $165. Now I'm in Southern California. So other places may have a different threshold for what they can bear. But a lot of my clients also have color services done at the same time when we take their bonded topper off or their beaded topper off. And then that's an additional charge. So it's a great revenue and a very steady clientele. They're not... Um, 
you know, they're not going to go anywhere else that once they find you they're like, so many people are like, I I'm so happy that I found you, you know, I've really helped them. Any, any time in your business that you can hone in on a specialty and, um, really focus in on your education in one particular area. I, I believe that it does create that loyalty, you know, that relationship with people, just like, I feel like curly hair clients, you know, they have their go-to person. They don't want anybody touching the curls, same thing with extensions or color. And I think that if, if somebody really wants to level up in their, their business and their industry, I find that um, I did a podcast uh, with uh, uh, Yara and we called it uh, riches in the niches. And I think that perfect. you really can transform your business when you start to just focus on a, a sweet spot and, and stay in your lane. And I think that there's great profits to, to be made. I mean, just like you were saying, it's not just the topper that you're doing or the Deborah method. It's also right. uh, you're cutting hair, you're doing the color with it. You're doing the full package, the full look for that one client. Absolutely. I feel like it's hair, hair salon 2.0, you know, <laughs> it's like an upgrade because i still get to do all the things I love, all my color. I color the hair pieces. I create those you know, customizable looks and every hairpiece that comes out is customizable. And Jen, there was one more point that I'd like to make um, if there's time. And that is last year during the pandemic, um, I was able to stay open and take my medical hair loss clients. So I also do a lot of hair loss for chemotherapy, cancer patients, and um, anyone with fibrosing alopecia or alopecia of any kind is uh, a, a medical client. And because I serve that medical community, I was considered an eventual, uh, essential business and I was able to stay open. Um, initially when the pandemic hit, I shut down for three months because everybody didn't, nobody knew what to do. Right. So, and then I got to realizing, well, no, I serve the medical community and people are still getting their cancer treatments and things like that. They still need my services. And even though I was shut down, for three months last year, and I was only serving the medical uh, community when we reopened, I still had my best year ever. And my business did over $235,000 last year. Oh my gosh, that is incredible. So there's a huge potential. And in my area, I live in Orange County, California. There are three people who do what I do in all of Orange County. And there are millions of people who live here. So um, one thing, it's nice if you have a, you know, a passion for this and you really want to uh, get involved in it, there's going to be very little competition for you because there just aren't a lot of people who do it. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, the area that I'm in, we have over 220 salons. And so it's, crucial that if you're going to start a salon or be a successful hairstylist in the community, you need to separate yourself from, from the competition. How do you do that? And it's through a specialty and you're right. There's not enough hairdressers that have been educated or at least educated properly on hair loss. And I think even, even from like the conversation, right? The, the initial conversation of having that with a guest, I think that when you see a guest over time after time, you can 
you can start to see a, yes. a hair loss pattern, whether that's for genetic reasons, or maybe there's something internally health-wise that they're going through, whether it's hormonal or alopecia, like we see that. How do we even have this initial conversation? You know, exactly. I think that if anybody can relate to me, sometimes it's like, walking on eggshells. I don't want to hurt her feelings or his feelings. However, we need to address this now before it progresses or at least start exploring options, right? Exactly. And the psychology behind, you know, dealing with a hair loss client is a little bit different than our regular clients that we consult with every single time. They're very, you're right. They're fragile, you know, and they may have been to a lot of other people who couldn't help them. And, you know, so it's a very gentle and heartfelt approach. And I, I feel like I touch their hearts as much as their hair. And for me, my story is because I've lost my hair several times. I really can feel it. Now my ladies who work for me, they have not experienced this, but they have that same kind, gentle spirit and can really make a connection with the client and having a safe space where they can talk about it is really huge. So I had my private room in the big salon, but now I have a whole salon of private rooms. So it's really a nice, a nice way of um, helping talk to those clients. And most of my clients come to me from word of mouth. I did some advertising at the beginning, but now uh, they just, people find me, you know, so I don't, really need to do much other than keep my website updated. And I post a lot on my Instagram and uh, the Facebook. So people, Facebook page that I have, so people can see what it is that I do. And, um, you know, every week I get three to five calls of new customers who want to come in and just have a consultation with me. And when people come to me for consultation, I simply show them, first of all, I listen. That's like the biggest thing. I just have to listen to them, you know, because they're, they have to tell their story. And then I give them a little bit of my background to why I'm qualified to help them, you know, so I'm, I'm basically earning the right to, to show them what their solutions might be. And then I discuss their options, things that I think would work with them for them. And I show them several things. Typically I show them several pieces and I never, ever pressure them to buy anything. I just really want them to see what's available and answer any questions they may have. And when they're ready, they will you know, move forward. And sometimes I'll have to have several consultations with someone, but, but that's all right. You know, I just want them to be assured that the decision they're making is the right decision for them. So it's really having that heart to help. Absolutely. I think, um, I, I love that you were saying like why you're qualified, earning that right. And I think that approaching it with a, like a show and tell and, and also trying to build that trust with that, re- and with that client, you know, building that relationship with them, you know, this could be a big investment for them. Um, yes. It could be some maintenance, you know, that they're not, familiar with, or, you know, you never know what people's financial story is or whatnot. But I think that when you're, when you're really getting on their level of how you can help them and support them through this, this experience that they're going through, um, 
I think that that could help. I think any hairstylist, whether you're a hair loss specialist or doing extensions or a color specialist, right? Just like really coming from a place of understanding, you know, right. you, you hit the nail on the head, listen first. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I try not to stand over them either. Many times I'll bring in a chair and we'll have a conversation before I even start to make any suggestions to them. I imagine that can be a very uncomfortable conversation for them. And yeah, if you're standing over them, just staring at their hair loss situation, like how uncomfortable is that to that client, right? They might feel judged. They might feel um, just really insecure about the situation. And I love that getting down on their level, always making that eye contact. Like I'm not above you. I'm right here with you. I'm right here with you. We're in this together. And a lot of times if people are nervous, I'll just share my story to start with, you know, how I, you know, have lost my hair three times or half of my hair three times, and it makes them feel at ease. Then they understand that I fully understand what they're looking for. But even if I haven't, like my ladies who work for me, they don't have that same story, but they have stories of clients who've had the same experience and they can share that and they can share how they help those clients and it puts people right at ease. Mm, I think that is so incredible. Um, Now, Deborah, you, not only do you specialize in hair loss, but you also can teach people how to tap into this market. Um, Absolutely. Can you tell, uh, tell us a little bit about what, what that looks like and, and how, if, if, if anybody right now, and I'm sure that there are several listeners that are inspired by your story and they're considering going this route in their business, what, what is your suggestions? How can you help them? Well, uh, I used to teach people one-on-one and they would come into my business and we'd have a full day or two days of classes and I would, it's hands-on and I would show them how to do what I do and they would practice. And then during COVID, um, I finally had some time on my hands. And so I created a course, an online course, and it's a, a digital learning. It's on Teachable. And I'm showing all my techniques and explaining everything that I do with, uh, you know, uh, separating it out to each type of attachment that I do. The course, we shot it it, from two different perspectives. So we shot it from straight on. And then I had my videographer stand right behind me and shoot it directly over my shoulder and doing the same exact technique so that people can see it from our hairdresser perspective to see how things are done. And the course has a manual that goes through it, uh, everything in great detail. And it also um, comes with some coaching calls with me to help iron out any problems that anyone might have or, or questions. And then um, this is my initial course and it teaches all the different methods that I use to, uh, of attachments for semi-permanent hair, hair pieces. And then my plan is to go deeper into it because there are um, other aspects that people will want to learn after they get started. It sort of mimics my journey and how I learned, like first I learned how to put them on and then I learned how to create custom molds of people's head and custom order a hair piece for them. I learned how to do alterations and repairs. I learned how to color hair pieces. It's different than coloring regular hair. 
because that hair has been chemically treated and so it needs special handling, um, how to cut them in. Um, even consultation skills of working with people who um, are you know, coming in to see you for the first time. And I plan to expand my course offering to have those additional classes in it. But the initial offering is everything that I needed to learn that, that I learned over a period of about five years, all in one class. Wow. So it's, it's digital learning and it's pretty comprehensive and well, it's very comprehensive. <laughs> and uh, then they get the coaching support as well. So the other thing they can do is, you know, search uh, the industry. There are some other companies that offer education, but a lot of times it's uh, brand specific and mm -hmm. mine is not brand specific. Mine is all about technique. So, and then I have in my course, a list, of, a list of trusted vendors, people that I work with exclusively because they support me in my business. And I know the quality of the hair, the, um, you know, the way that they respond to me if say, if I had a problem with a hair piece and it, it happens, you know, it's like somebody sometimes with extensions, you get extensions that are really tangly, problems happen, right? So I, I have a list of the people that really support me and, and helping help me to grow my business and actually will even mention me on like their social media, because I'll do a little video and tag them in it. And then they'll say, oh, look at this video. So it helps promote my business as well. Um, I learned a lot through trial and error. I spent a lot of money on really bad hair. <laughs> I don't want anybody to have to go through that. How many techniques do you show? I show two and discuss a third. And then I have a segment about wigs and toppers in there. I show the beading technique and the bonding technique, which are my two go-to techniques all the time. I talk about the hybrid technique, which is a combination of the beading and the bonding technique. And then I, I have a segment on the toppers, especially because that is the fastest way that somebody can get into this and show them like how to attach it. And, um, talk about like construction of the, of the actual hairpiece itself. And um, then, you know, my, how to uh, work with clients. Like if, if somebody wanted to be on like a program or how to even talk to clients about how to take care of their hair. Um, I have a whole segment on, you know, of forms that I give to my clients for home care of their hair systems, what they need to do, like, cause they have a responsibility too of keeping the hair system looking good. Yeah, I, this is incredible because it, it's, you're taking away <clears throat> the guesswork uh, and the research of yes. everything that you need to know. If you decide that you want to take your extension business to the next level, to right. also be able to serve or specialize in hair loss clients. I mean, to know, I think first and foremost, to know the proper consultation. Yeah. Um, and even like with extensions, I find that yes, people are able to do the attachment, but the hair cutting, the color matching, the placement is all wrong. And I yes. think that that really makes a, um, 
the, that's the difference between like an okay extension specialist to a great extension specialist Absolutely. Uh, and, and to know exactly how to place these wigs, toppers, whether you're bonding or microbeading them or hybrid uh, method. Um, I think that that's just amazing. And to have that support too, of a coaching call, like you, Deborah, are you actually going to be coaching? Yes. The students? Yes. So you're learning from an expert, you guys, who has been there, done that, obviously has a built a successful business, survived the pandemic yes. and still had her best survived. year ever. I mean, that is just incredible. Clearly she knows and understands this system that works and it can work for you too. Right. And I got to tell you too, Jen, honestly, this type of work is the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my career. You know, helping people see themselves as beautiful again. It's just, I, I get goosebumps. I call them my God bumps because, <laughs> you know, when I, when I turn or, you know, finish and take the drape off the client and she sees herself looking like, you know, like she used to nine, nine out of 10 times, they'll get a little teary, you know, they'll get a little misty because they're, they, you know, they try to pretend they're tough and it doesn't bother them, but it really does bother them on a deeper level. And, and I just get, I get goosebumps all over and I, I, seriously, I call them my God bumps. And that's when I know it's like really, really good, you know, and people just are so, I mean, I've seen them blossom, you know, their, their personalities because they're like, you know, little shy kind of, you know, they don't want anybody to look at them. They don't want to be noticed to just like their vibrant, beautiful selves coming out. And it, it's so rewarding. I can't imagine anything else that I'd rather do. I typically see about five customers a day. That's it. You know, and I make really great income. And it's just so rewarding on so many levels. And you're changing people's lives this way. You know, I think that if any hairdresser has seen a transformation and to see just like how you're describing, basically like the physique of that client from being um, timid to all of a sudden, you know, doing the duck lips and taking some selfies, like it's, it's powerful. You're making an impact. You're making great change in people's lives. And it is definitely not unnoticed, you know, and I think yeah. that you're just doing incredible things in our industry. And we just thank you so much. Deborah, can you tell people how they can learn from you, find you, follow you, learn more about your journey and learn, learn from you as your, as a, a, a hair loss coach? Right. So they can, um, they can follow me on Instagram at full strands hair, and there's some reels on there. And also, uh, I post about three times a week of things that I'm doing. Um, I'm uh, full strands, full strands Inc on Facebook, but Instagram is really my more of my go-to. And then my website is fullstrands.com. And then um, I believe uh, there'll be a link as we're just getting teachable up and running. Uh, there'll be a link that you'll be able to share for your listeners if they're interested, where they can look at my class on teachable as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. You guys make sure to follow Deborah on Instagram. Make sure to check out her website too. I will be um, putting in the show notes, the link so you can learn more. So if you guys are curious about taking your business to the next level, if you're curious about 
what your career would look like as a hair loss specialist. If you're an extension specialist and you're looking to broaden the services that you can provide to clients that are needing this service, make sure to go in the show notes, check out Deborah. She's an amazing woman and you can just hear the passion and her voice and see it as well. Um, Deborah, thank you so much for your time and your, your energy. Please don't stop doing what you're doing because it's clearly working. You're changing your clients' lives and you are just really making huge um, impact in, in elevating our industry um, as a whole. So thank you so much, Deborah, for everything. Oh. Is there any last, I don't know, any words of encouragement or uh, any advice that you would like to leave our listeners with today? Uh, I d- if you want to change your career and have better control of your schedule, the kind of money that you really deserve to make and uh, you know, be able to live your life better while helping others, find that niche, whether it's, it's uh, hair loss or specializing in curly hair or whatever it is, find that niche and really go all in because that's when I really found myself in my career. And I would really just advise everybody to do that. You can change your life. Go all in. I love it. Go all in. (laughs) Thank you so much, Deborah. Absolutely a pleasure, Jen. Thank you very much. Hey friends, thanks for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe. And if you love this podcast, I would so appreciate to get a review from you. And there's more ways that we can connect as well. Send me a voice message and tell me where you're at in your business and how I can help you through this podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of this. And until next time, you can be the game changer.